What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. I've gotten lots of questions over the years about honesty, about what is normal and how to handle lying in children. In the last couple of weeks, I've gotten two questions around honesty and lying, so it's definitely time to tackle this topic. So in this episode, I'll be talking about just this. What is normal in this arena? Some reasons why children lie and some do's and don'ts when it comes to dealing with issues with honesty. First, it's very, very normal for kids to lie. And as a matter of fact, it is part of the development process. Now, I'm not saying this to let kids off the hook. We parents need to teach our kids about lying, and I'll share more about how to do that in this episode. But I'm sharing this because I want to help parents understand that this is not a road to delinquency. When kids lie, it actually means that more complex cognitive function is coming on board. And research shows that kids begin lying around the ages of two and a half to three. Now, when it comes to the development of honesty, storytelling is big around ages two to five and a half, and it's part of the development of imagination and use of creativity. So recognize it as storytelling rather than lying. You could say, what an amazing story. Let's draw a picture to go with your story. When asking a direct question, let them know this is not story time that I need you to tell me the truth. But remember, four and under can have a difficult time parsing out fantasy and reality. Also, things that kids this age dream or think about might seem very real to them. So be sure to inquire, talk, and coach about these things, the difference between dreams and reality, or daydreams and thoughts and reality. In our home, I remember trying to explain to my four-year-old that Scully and Mike Wazowski were not real, that they were just in the movie. Then literally a few days later, we went to California Adventure. We walked around a corner and who should we see but Mike Wazowski? Carter exclaimed, you told me he wasn't real, but he is real. He's right there in front of me. Well, he sure was right about that. So why do kids lie? Sometimes kids will engage in storytelling to see if they could get away with something. They test the power of the lie. So having children face the person they lied to is a perfect discipline, especially in early elementary years. It will stick with the kids and it's a perfect logical negative consequence. Sometimes they lie to escape discipline and this is a big one. So it's important to check your discipline and make sure that it's positive discipline so that they're not trying to skirt around it to escape the discipline. This will help kids lessen their defensiveness. 
Set up discipline so there's more discipline for lying than when the child is honest, despite the behavior that led to the lie or the admission of honesty. So when it comes to teens, this means things like safety trumps the drinking. So this means there should be no discipline for the child calling the parents to tell them they've been drinking and they need a ride home. Children will also lie to gain independence. In these cases, it's important to check if your child is being treated appropriately for his or her age and have some conversations about giving more freedom. After, of course, you address the lying piece. As some basic guidelines for ages two to three, this would mean letting children do for themselves anything they want to try, as long as it's not dangerous. For instance, when Carter was two, he wanted to put jelly on his own toast. I let him knock himself out. He worked really hard. It was a bit globby, and he only got about half of the toast done before he asked me to finish it for him. But he got to try, and he felt good about it. By five to six, kids want more control over their routine, extracurricular activities, the clothes they wear, and other daily decisions. By eight to nine, kids want more physical freedom, like sitting with friends at the movie or a sports game, or being allowed to ride their bike down the block to a friend's house. Now, adolescents are looking for privacy, so if you don't give these freedoms to children, they are much more likely to lie as a way of getting those needs met. Some children will lie if there are too many demands on them and they're feeling stressed. For example, a kid with too many activities might say, "I don't like swimming," or "My arm hurts." If you know your child loves swimming or loves an activity but has excuses for not going. Address the stress level of the demands instead of the lying. Sometimes kids also lie from boredom or perceived lack of attention. If you remember the story of the balloon boy in the media, this was the homemade balloon that the parents said the boy was in, and it flew fifty miles away from the home. When it landed, the boy was nowhere to be found. The fear was that he had fallen out somewhere along the way. Later, they found out the boy was hiding in the attic at home. At first, the media and the authorities thought it was just the boy, but it actually turned out to be the parents' idea. The lie got national attention, the attention the parents and the family were looking for. Now, this is pretty serious stuff. So, if you sense your child is doing this, seek professional counseling for the child and also for yourselves as a family to help with the issues around self-esteem and feeling needed or loved. The pattern could get worse over time and turn into other more serious attention-seeking behaviors. Or bigger lies that bring bigger attention. Lastly, kids can engage in repetitive lying, or may not be bothered by lying, and this is usually lying to cover other issues such as addictions or the fear of sharing something else that would meet with family disapproval. These are bigger issues that are best aided by counseling. Now I'm going to cover some tips and general guidelines when it comes to addressing lying. For general guidelines. Don't ask any questions you already know the answer to. Otherwise, you're just setting your child up to lie. Then you have to deal with the lying on top of the original issue at hand. Your daughter has chocolate on her face, and there's a piece of chocolate cake missing. You know she did it, so just say so. I can see you took a piece of cake without asking. State what you know. When a child lies, parents often ask a series of questions to get the child to fess up. The child is now basically forced to lie again and again to cover up the lie. If you catch your child in a lie, don't ask any more questions. Stop right away. Let them know this is what you said. 
This is what I know. Try again. Give your child the opportunity to tell the truth. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights, or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads, love where you live. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important, but did you know indoor air quality can be up to a hundred times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA-14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. So for our questions, Monica in British Columbia has a question about her five-year-old. I've been catching my five-year-old son in a few lies lately, like saying he didn't eat a chocolate or that he cleaned his room, and then I find everything shoved under his bed. How do I handle this? What or how much does he understand at age five about lying? What is an appropriate consequence for lying? Thanks. I'm also going to go ahead and share the next question because the answer to both of these is very, very similar. So Carrie in New Hampshire asks, I have a seven-year-old who seems to be lying a lot lately, so much so that I have a hard time believing almost anything he says anymore. I feel like I have to question everything he tells me. I feel like it's almost become a habit. How can I help him turn this habit around? So I'm going to address this topic and how to handle these as a whole, and then Sharon address those tidbits that are specific to each question. So first, for any parent, 
Catching our children in a lie can be very upsetting and frustrating. We sometimes feel like it reflects badly on us, that we missed something, or that we thought we were doing a better job at teaching these things. So first, just let me say again, I'm going to reiterate that lying is very normal for all the reasons I mentioned earlier, that kids are going to lie. And so now we need to move into being solution focused. How can we teach our kids about lying and honesty? As most parents will agree, it's not the event or circumstance that is most upsetting, it's the lie. The lying over the circumstances almost always upsets us way more than the disobedience or lack of care that led up to it. I'm sure now that I've covered some ways to teach honesty and work with lying, you already have some sort of action plan, but I'll reiterate a few of those and then add some more. So first, don't ask questions that you already know the answer to. Just tell your child what you know. I know you threw all of your clean clothes and books under your bed instead of cleaning your room. So let's try again. Remember that kids stretch the truth and test boundaries. His idea of cleaning his room was shoving everything under the bed. So share your idea of what it means to clean the room. Then move into the problem solving. So now you need to put your things away where they go. How are we going to make that happen? This is where you want to coach about lying, why it's bad. In our house, when we've had bouts of lying from one of our kids, we talk a lot about the consequences of lying, not the ones we lay down like a loss of privileges, but natural consequences, that it breaks down trust, that he loses the opportunity to take on more responsibility. Kids want to grow up and do things for themselves, but that requires trust. When trust is lost, which is what happens with lying, then that opportunity to take on more responsibility for self is going to go with it. Now, a five-year-old may start to understand some of this, and these are good conversations to have, but keep in mind that at five, the parent will do most of the talking. But by the time kids are seven, this will become much more of a dialogue and children will have a better and deeper understanding about what it means to lose trust and why that's important. But it's always good to start these conversations earlier and be in the habit of discussing these important issues. Another great way to teach kids about honesty and lying is by reading kids' books on the subject. There are some great ones out there. I have a printout available on the website with a list of books, but just to name a few of these, Ruthie and the Not-So-Teeny-Tiny Lie and Edward Fudwupper Fibbed Big. To get the printout with the whole list of books, you can go to the website, yourvillageonline.com slash when kids lie. Now these have dashes in between, when dash kids dash lie. So again, yourvillageonline.com slash when dash kids dash lie. Another thing we want to do is emphasize that lying is a bigger problem than whatever issue they are trying to avoid consequences for. So we want to commend our kids for telling the truth in these instances. It's big to own up to breaking something or hurting someone if you think you are going to get into big trouble for it. So in moments of teaching, we explain that, that they will be in far worse trouble for lying than for taking a cookie before dinner or breaking the vase. When your child does confess, even if it's after you've said, I know you ate the cookie, please try again. You want to commend your child for telling the truth. Thank you for telling the truth. That was very mature. Then you can add a consequence, but always stay calm, remembering that we want to teach that the truth is what's most important. If your child tells the truth, then you scream at them, 
they won't be very likely to tell the truth the next time. So you can still add a consequence after you commend your child for being honest. Thank you for telling me the truth about the cookie. That was very mature. But you know we don't eat cookies before dinner, so tonight you won't get to have any after dinner. Or you won't get to have any tonight and tomorrow night too. These would be a perfectly reasonable way to handle the situation. Teach that the truth is important and still not let your child get away with whatever behavior you don't deem appropriate or upstanding. Now, just to add some additional comments about Carrie's question, feeling like lying has become a habit. Lying can become a habit for some kids and is also normal. If they've just gotten used to it, either through embellishing stories or telling little fibs, and pretty soon it seems like everything coming out of their mouths, at minimum, is a stretch to the truth. But all these tools and tips I shared will address this and get him back on the right track, so long as it's consistent and you call him on it every time. Just remembering to say, here's what I know, try again. You want to help him feel really comfortable and not ashamed about having to admit that he lied, so you're going to coach him through that. Now, I will have a class coming out on this exact topic, honesty and respect, in the next couple of weeks. So be sure to stay tuned to the site at yourvillageonline.com. It will go under the Discipline tab, under Discipline Issues. You also can join our newsletter on the website to get announcements on this or any of our other upcoming classes. Now, since October is National Bullying Prevention Month, in next week's episode, the topic I will cover is how to help and support children to diffuse playground aggression. If you have a parenting question, please be sure to send it to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. And to see what episodes we have coming up, you can go to yourvillageonline.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.